0: Good Monday everyone. We are in the process of studying the five purposes that God put us on earth. You know everyone knows there must be some meaning to life. There must be a purpose for us being on this earth and the Bible clearly lays out what these purposes are. Now we are studying them using the outline that's laid down in Rick Warren's best-selling book The Purpose-Driven Life. We have just finished studying it at the church, and we are now sharing it here on the radio. We have seen that God's first purpose for our life is to know Him and love Him back. The word for this is worship. Last week we looked at the second purpose that God has put us on earth, and that is that we are formed for His family. God wants us to join a local church, learn to love the people there, and get along. That is called fellowship, the second purpose that God has put us on earth. Now let's go on today and look at the third purpose that God says he has created us for. And we find that in Romans 8 and verse 29. It says this, From the very beginning, God decided that those who came to him, and he knew who would, should become like his Son. Now, God's plan has always been, and this is the third purpose, to make you like Jesus Christ. His plan has always been to make every human being who becomes part of his family to be like Jesus. Now, that doesn't mean that we're going to become gods. No, we're human beings, and we're never going to be God in that sense. But this means he wants to make us godly. He wants to produce the character of Christ in us. How he thinks, how he acts, how he feels, his values, his moral character. This is what God wants to do. He wants to produce the character of Christ in us. Ephesians 4 and verse 15 says, God wants us to grow up like Christ in everything. You know, I don't think there's anything cuter than a little baby. And we take great delight in looking at them and putting our finger under their chin and gooing at them and getting them to respond. I mean, little babies are so beautiful and delightful. But if they stay babies, it's tragic. Because no parent would want their child to remain a little baby. Yes, that's a stage that they go through and we enjoy that stage. But then we want them to grow up. We want them to become a toddler and learn how to walk and then progressively grow to full maturity. Now, this is exactly the heart that God has for all of his children. When we first accept Christ as our Savior, we are a brand new little baby Christian. And God delights in us. And even though we make messes and we may drool a little bit, God enjoys that stage. But he wants us to grow. He wants us to mature. He wants us to grow up and become like his son. Now this doesn't happen overnight. This is a process. Just as natural growth is a process, so is our spiritual growth. It takes time, but it doesn't just happen automatically with the passing of chronological time. I mean, in the natural, you can tell how mature a child is by just learning how old they are. I mean, after a month, they're a certain size. After a year, they're bigger, and two, and three, and five, and ten years of age. And just with the passing of time, they naturally mature. But that is not necessarily so in our spiritual development because there are some people who have been Christians for five or six years and yet they're still babies. And people who may have been saved a few years after them and have been Christians a shorter period of time are actually more mature. Listen to how Paul says this in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, and verse 1. He's writing to this church and he says, I could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it. And even now you're still not able, for you're still carnal. For where there are envy, strife, and divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men?" You see, God wants us to come out of our natural fleshly behaviors and become more godly and grow in our spiritual nature and our spiritual character. This process of spiritual growth has a name, and that name is discipleship. The word disciple comes from the Greek word mantano, which simply means to learn. So, someone who is a disciple is one who will learn. They're constantly being changed. Their thought processes are changing. And as a result, their emotions change. And then their actions change. This is the process of spiritual growth. It is discipleship. So the Lord wants each and every one of us to be disciples. You see, in Matthew 28:19, the Great Commission was to go into all the world and make disciples. So not only are we called to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and then to belong to his family, but this third purpose is for us to grow in His character in His life and to learn to be more and more like Him. Now how does God do this? What does He use to do this? Well, there's a couple of things that we can say right off the bat. In fact, we've already talked about them in these first two purposes. The first thing that God uses is the Bible. And that shows us how God is and how he thinks and how he feels. So we understand more about God and we love him more. And of course, that's our first purpose. The second purpose was fellowship. And that's the second thing that God uses to make us more like him. And that is people, the people in the body of Christ. So let's look at these a little more in depth. The first thing that God uses to make us more like Christ is the Bible. Now listen. There is no way that you can be more like Christ if you are not in the Word of God. You need to read your Bible. You need to study it. You need to memorize it. You need to meditate on it and think about it. And you need to apply it to your life because its truth will transform you. The Scripture says that the entrance of His Word brings life. And as you read the Bible, the Spirit of God brings it alive and plants it in your heart and it will transform you. So if you're serious about being a disciple of Christ, you need to get the Word of God into you. You need to allow its truths to get into the fabric of your thinking. It will change your life and transform it more and more into the image of Christ. Now the other thing that God uses is people. And that's why last week we talked about fellowship. We learn from each other. We grow and we develop together. The more you get together with other people, other Christians, the more spiritually mature you're going to become. You'll become more like Christ just by spending time with his family. So these are some disciplines for us. To read the Word of God to join and be part of a small group of people in the local church where you can get to know each other and run ideas by each other and pray for one another. This is all part of spiritual growth. It's part of discipleship. The word discipline comes from the same root word as discipleship. So there are disciplines that come with growing to be more like Christ, being in God's word and spending time with God's family, the church. There is just no shortcut to this. If you're going to grow in Christ, these must be foundation disciplines in your life. Rick Warren shares an email that he received from one of his members when he led his church through 40 days of purpose. It reads, Dear Pastor Rick, we're a group of members who have gone to Saddleback for many years. But we convinced ourselves we didn't need a small group because we're all active in various ministries and felt too busy. About a year ago, after feeling much guilt, we half-heartedly decided to form a group that would meet once every three weeks. Well, you guessed what happened. We fizzled. Then came 40 days and we all recommitted to meet every week during the campaign. We've now had three meetings and I can tell you this has been an unbelievable experience. For me personally, I can't imagine a week without our small group now. I have such a desire, not a burden, to be there and to discuss the daily readings. Our children have even gotten into it. They baby it for another group that meets at the same time as our group. This has given them a chance to serve others. Just wanted you to know the difference the weekly meetings has made in my life. Please pray that once we finish the 40 days, our group will continue with the same passion and enthusiasm. You see, sometimes all we need is something to jumpstart us, get us going, and then we realize the benefit of it, and we'll keep going. You know, I can say the same is true in our church. We had a number of new groups form as the result of our going through the 40 days of purpose, and the vast majority of them are continuing because the people have seen the benefit of getting together. Well, those two aspects that God uses to make us more like Christ, the Bible and being with his people, are pretty obvious. And if you've been a Christian for any length of time, they're not new to you. But I want to go on and share some other things that God uses to make us more like Christ that you wouldn't even think about. In fact, that you may reject and run away from but they will make us more like Christ. Let's look at Romans 8 and verse 28. It says, In most things God works for the good. No, no, I I started reading that wrong. In all things God works for the good for those who love Him, who have been called according to His purposes. Now we know that this third purpose that God has for us is to be like Christ. This verse then is telling us that all things are working together to make us more like Christ. Do you really see that it says all things? What does all include? Does it include bad things, painful things? Does it include the mistakes that we've made from sinning? Yes, it does. God works all things together for good. Now, notice this does not say that all things are good. There's a lot of bad things in the world. But this verse says that God is working all things together for good to make me like Christ. Now that is amazing. There are so many unexpected tools that God uses to make me like Jesus. Well, I see that our time is up for today. But in the days to come, we're going to share how trouble, temptation, and the wrongs that people do towards us actually make us more like Christ. Don't miss it. We'll continue tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website